This episode of Relativity is made possible through the support of Stephen and Catherine Farris, Ryan Farwell, Bill Cariola, Heather Van Waldick, and Michael W. McClure. And by listeners like you, who support us and get exclusive content through patreon.com slash relativity. 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 I'm sorry about this, Tony. I truly am. But you'll have to go in and everyone else. Let go of me! Let me go! Well, now we know what happened. We know part of what happened. We know what happened to Tanya and Peter. Maybe when we hear more of the recordings, we'll understand all of what happened. Yeah, we still don't know how all the rest of the people were killed. I guess I want to know that, but... What I really want to know is, why? Relativity, episode 36, in which some are warm and others are cold. I think why is the big question here, yes. Let's go back to the recording before that and hear what he was saying then. No, now it's time for the doctor to go up into the core and inspect the inside of the freezer. Yeah, I guess it is. And Marcus, it's time for you... And Prithvi and Daria and the rest of the shift to go to your homes and shelter from the hurricane and, if at all possible, to get a good long rest. I feel fine, I promise you. This is an order. I'm committed to taking better care of my people now. Does that include yourself? It does. So, Marcus, I don't want to see you in here on this rotation. Okay. All right. But I do want to hear those recordings. They will still be here. Now go. And be careful. How far out is the hurricane? It's tearing up Antiqua right now, so we'll get it very soon. Go home and hunker down. <sighs> Data Specialist Dupree, going offline. <sighs> Got another one of your hurricanes from hell coming. Yes, we do. So, how are you feeling? <sighs> you mean physically? I'm okay. I, ha- I had another blow to the head, my third in the last few weeks. I meant emotionally. I know this must be rough. Because it's under the lights from the core, I can see Peter's body from here. So talk about your campfire ghost stories. I'm sorry. Maybe we should have waited after all. No, I, I really needed to hear that. I'm the one who insisted on it. Do you feel up to exploring the inside of the freezer? No, but I'm going to do it anyway. We really do need to know if he's damaged any of the machinery in there. It didn't look like it when I was in there before, but I was understandably distracted by the sight of all those faces I know. Right. I wish there was another way to inspect this equipment. It doesn't seem fair to send you in there again. Well, no, but I'll do it. And when did you get so warm and compassionate? I've always been warm and compassionate. I just don't always express it. I'm not complaining. I'm just curious. And I'm, I'm at Peter's body again. I'm taking another look at his eyes. His eyes? Yeah, I'd noticed before that they looked frozen, that the skin around them crystallized. And I think... What we heard on the recording was Tanya trying to push him away so he'd break his grip on her, and she she must have made contact with his face at the very instant that her body temperature dropped 300 degrees. Then we heard him staggering around because... He was blind, yeah. And that's how he fell off the scaffolding up there and, and, and why he's here with what I presume is a broken neck. But even with that happening, even with his face literally freezing, he closed that hatch. Yeah, 
He was staggering around, blind and in agony, but he still managed to close both hatches on his way out. If that is maniacal dedication to a cause, I don't know what is. So he felt he had to protect whatever's in the freezer, no matter what? Apparently, yeah. But but was he trying to save the, the capsules full of ova and sperm, or was he now trying to preserve the bodies of the people he had forced in there? I, I'm at the lift now, by the way. Going up... So, you think he didn't just put people in there to kill them, but he put people in there so they'd be, what, dead but intact when you reach the new world? I've thought about this a lot. If he just wanted to kill everybody, why not lure us one by one to the airlock and just shoot us out into space? No, he he put everybody in the freezer. He wanted them to be dead, but he also wanted their bodies stored. For what? I have no idea. That's where my efforts at reading Peter's mind fall apart. And he never, in all the time that you spent together, gave you any hint of what he was thinking, what he was planning. Nothing. And that's what's really bugging me, is is that remark he made to Tanya about the new human colony being made up of the right kind of people. Uh, Yeah, I wondered about that too. That sounds like some old-fashioned regional racism. It does, and Peter just wasn't like that. He would never have been... He would never have been one of my friends if he was. He also said that mankind had made a big mistake and this was his chance to correct it. You think he meant we messed up when... uh, I I don't know what he meant. I can't imagine what was the point in history that he felt was our one huge mistake. Maybe when we hear the rest of the recordings it'll all make sense. I'm counting on it. I really want some answers. And I'm at the outer hatch. Then go on through. Wait just a moment when you get inside, though, and let me make sure I can still get your comp signal. Roger that. Still reading me? A little bit distorted, yeah, but, uh, are you hearing me? Affirmative. Open the inner hatch. Got your helmet on? I know. See? This is why there's two of us. It is indeed. Okay, helmet on. All suit systems green. Then let's get inside there. And I'm inside. I'm standing next to Tanya. So you can get past her? Yeah, and I'm glad. I, I, I was afraid I'd have to move her, yes, and if I did... She would almost certainly break. Right. Prefer not to do that. Moving on. Did the lights come on? Uh, they did. Do, do these not affect the temperature in here? It's a bioluminescent panel. Really? That That's beautiful. It's really bright. Great idea of somebody's. I'm not an engineer. As you know, I have to say, everything looks intact here. Some of the people fell down, so they're lying on top of one another, but uh, at least six are standing right where they were when they they froze. Eyes open, mouths open. But even the people who fell, they didn't... uh, It doesn't look like anybody hit anything on the way down or... I see no sign of anything Peter might have done deliberately. There's a mechanical readout at the end of the service corridor. Can you get back that far? Yeah, with a little bit of, uh, careful stepping over people. Yeah, um, nearly there. One more person to, uh, uh, oh, oh, hey, this is important. Talk to me. These, these three people here at the back, furthest from the hatch, these are the three engineers that Nadia thought were still in engineering. 
I'm not sure what you're talking about. Oh, oh, I thought Marcus had brought you up to speed. No, no, when we were going to engineering to get this suit, we had a problem with our beloved central computer because she insisted there were already people back there. She had faulty sensor readings? She certainly did. And she detected the presence of a sleeping gas in there behind a closed hatch, and she wouldn't vent the air out because of those three people she insisted were still in there. And you're looking at those three people now. Right. I mean, I, I knew Nadia was wrong because... But here's the confirmation. And, and because they're here at the back, they were, I'm guessing, the first people Peter somehow lured in here. Well, if there was an anesthetic gas in engineering, he may have put them to sleep and dragged them still unconscious into the freezer. Yeah, it would have taken a long time, but, well, there was a lot of that gas down there, so I guess you're right. Are you at that readout panel? Uh, I am. It shows four rows of numbers and letters. Read them off to me. Uh, I see DCMP 0000. That's good. Um, next is XNN 100. Excellent. Uh, a little hard to see the readout behind the glass while I'm looking through a helmet. Um, uh, PWR 100. Perfect. And EMR 0000. All perfect. No damage detected by the internal system. So, so can I get out of here? I believe so, yes. Good. Well, hold on. Now that I look around from this perspective, I think I'll work my way out, taking note of each person and where they are in here. It, it might give us some clues about what happened. Maybe even to why it happened. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? But yeah, when I came in, I was in a hurry to get back out, but now I think I'll take my time. Doctor, you take all the time you need. Attention. Hurricane warning update. Hurricane 57 will make Puerto Rico landfall at 0615 hours. Wind speed at that time is expected to be 345 kilometers per hour. Flooding is expected to be intense and rapid. Damage from falling trees and other structures will create extreme hazards. The entire population should already be in suitable shelters until the emergency has passed. Mission Control to Konyechny. Konyechny, I. Why are you shouting? I'm in a car and the hurricane is approaching. I thought Mission Control was the safest place on the island. Why didn't you stay there? Mission Control is invulnerable, but my house is not, and my mother is still there. So what, are you going to go home and get her? I'm going to try. Now, I've left Heather in charge at Control, so if you need anything, just call out and she will respond. Don't, don't worry about me. It's my job to worry about you. I'm on my way to my sleep station, where my plan is to collapse for many hours. Konyechny, you have a go for that procedure. Thank you, but now I think I'll wait up until I hear from about you. About what? I want to know you and your mother made it back to control. We'll make it. What was it you were telling me about the Atlantic hurricanes, how they've changed since I left well, Earth? the hotter the ocean water is, the more violent the winds are. Yeah, and the more of that water goes into the air, That's right? about the size of it. We're averaging 12 to 15 hurricanes a year. How far are you from home now? Still about 10 kilometers. I was about to call Mama and tell her to get ready to come meet this car. Call me back when you're both safely at Mission Control. All right, I will. You promise? I promise. Mission Control... I'll talk to you later. Come on, Mama, answer the phone. You had the receiver on your wrist when I saw you last, and when you just can't talk, you send me an automated... Otherwise, you pick up on the first ring because you know it's going to be me. 
This is more like you, you can't answer. Uh, auto drive override, increase speed 20%. I'm sorry. We are already at the maximum speed for this road under these conditions. Of course we are. Alright, Mama. What's keeping you from answering? Relativity, episode 36, in which some are warm and others are cold. Written, directed, and produced by Lee Shackelford. Featured in the cast were Alana Jordan, Lee Shackelford, and Clarence Brown. Find out much more about the series, including ways you can subscribe, hear past episodes, like us on social media, and how you can get exclusive content, all on our website at relativitypodcast.com. Relativity.